Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. See, this is where the emergency response will be coordinated in Southeast. I'm John Dome. Another U.S. agency now believes COVID-19 likely originated in a Chinese lab. We'll talk about it with the Wall Street Journal's Warren Strobel at 315. Right now, the Dow is up 98 points. At 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A dangerous storm system is now making its way across the country. Officials in Indiana are looking into damage from a possible twister in Hancock County. But two tornadoes have been confirmed in Chicago. Overnight, dozens hit the southern plains. More than a dozen people were hurt as strong storms, including suspected tornadoes, slammed the Oklahoma City area. Joshua Melton. All of a sudden, it like felt like, like a bomb hit outside or something. The whole house kind of shifted and the garage moved and... And they said, no, it was gone. It was done. Strong storms also caused damage in Kansas and Texas. More severe storms are possible today across Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Jurors are said to visit the site where Alec Murdoch is suspected of killing his wife and 22-year-old son in South Carolina. Defense attorney Dick Harputlian. We believe it would be useful for the jury to see, visit Moselle. Um, both the uh, uh, area in the, in the uh, area of the kennels and the house, just to get some understanding of spatial uh, relationships. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a law today that takes away Disney World's self-governing status. Critics say it's punishment for Disney speaking out about the state's so-called "Don't Say Gay" bill. We want our kids to be kids. We want them to be able to enjoy entertainment, school, without having an agenda imposed upon them. And so, if you're going that way as a corporation, those are not the values that we want to promote in the state of Florida. A new board is set to move meet next week. About thirty. Million Americans could lose critical food benefits from the government this week as SNAP benefits get slashed. Ellen Volinger is with the Food Research and Action Center. It's going to fall on the hungry people themselves, the SNAP participants who are operating on relatively meager benefits anyway. And when this change happens, the average amount that the SNAP participant gets per day will be about six dollars. The elderly could be hit the hardest. More Americans are going to national parks. The numbers continue to rebound, approaching pre-pandemic levels. Last year, there were 312 million recreational visits, up 15 million compared to 2021. The parks and monuments under the National Parks Control getting the most visits. Places like the Golden Gate Bridge, the Lincoln Memorial, the Smoky Mountains, and the Grand Canyon. At CBS's Steve Futterman. The CDC is creating a new post-pandemic standard when it comes to death certificates for those with long COVID. Last year, it found more than 3,500 people died from long COVID, but experts were using a variety of terms. This is CBS News. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at steelusa.com, S-T-I-H-L-U-S-A dot com. It's 3.03 here on WTOP on this Monday, February 27th, 2023. We're sitting at 49 degrees in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story is road safety. 
So far this year, two people have died and at least 25 more hurt in pedestrian and cycle accidents, cyclist accidents in Montgomery County. Now, the county council has a new plan to make those roads better for everyone. This is personal for so many of us. Montgomery County Council President Devin Glass is introducing legislation that would make busy intersections more tightly controlled. He says it would impact downtown and town center areas, prohibiting right turns on red lights and extending walk times at crosswalks by three to seven seconds. He says too often pedestrians are running out of time. You start crossing the street and all of a sudden it says stop walking and you're halfway through the intersection. What do you do? Glass noted that last year 19 pedestrians and bicyclists were killed on county roads and more than 500 were injured. In Montgomery County, Nick Hainelli, WTOP News. Also in Montgomery County, a man has now been indicted for a hate crime. This after he was charged with knocking a Jewish grocery shopper unconscious at a giant in Gaithersburg. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP. A Montgomery County grand jury's indicted Eugene Thompson for felony robbery and a hate crime. That means the attack was at least partially motivated by the victim's religion. Charging documents say the shopper saw Thompson and others throwing food in the giant and asked them to stop, which led to a confrontation. When the victim unzipped his hoodie, Thompson saw the man's star of David, put up his hands to fight and said, let's go, Jew. The victim was knocked unconscious and his car keys stolen. Thompson's being held until his next court hearing. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. In D.C., police say they've arrested one person in two of deadly shootings that happened in the city yesterday. 41-year-old James Jones has been taken in and charged with two counts of second-degree murder. Investigators say he killed 57-year-old David Wright and 54-year-old Nathaniel Howard in a home on D Street Southeast. That's near the D.C. Armory. It happened yesterday afternoon. Still unsolved, the shooting deaths of two men that happened a few hours later along Sheriff Road in Northeast. 305, more space and better proximity. That is what D.C. leaders are saying about the new emergency operations center. We learned a lot, certainly, for the past three years. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser subtly acknowledging that emergency officials in the district have been busy. Just last year, we activated the EOC 25 times. And now the ribbon's been cut on a new emergency operations center inside a building in the Navy Yard neighborhood, blocks away from the U.S. Capitol and only a little farther from downtown in the National Mall. It includes a federal coordination center so city leaders can work with federal partners, says U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. So that we can continue to find new and better ways to work together. In Southeast, John Dome in WTOP News. Buying a home is a major decision. But knowing the best cities for first-time buyers may help the decision become a little easier. From wellness and culture to affordability and the job market, Bankrate has released its annual Best and Worst Metros for First-Time Homebuyer Study. And D.C. came in last. The place that was kind of surprising and that really dragged down uh, the, the D.C. metro area was the job market rank. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with Bankrate. He says soaring home prices during the pandemic haven't come down much and make the transition from renting to buying difficult. That's something that millennials throughout the country are facing, but it, it's especially acute in the higher price markets. D.C. did make it to the top 10 when it comes to wellness and culture, but overall, Austin came in number one for first-time homebuyers. 
Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Now this winter, February, felt a little more like March. Maybe a lot more like March. Huh? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Storm Team 4 forecaster Chad Merrill says D.C.'s oddly warm weather will go down in the record books. It probably comes as no surprise. It was a very warm February across the region. Despite Groundhog's Phil prediction of six more weeks of winter, we had the second warmest February on record with an average temperature of 46.7 degrees Fahrenheit. The warmest was 2017 and Coming in at number three was 1990. The temperature range in February was rather extreme, with lows reaching into the teens on the 4th and a record high of 81 degrees last Thursday. The unpredictable weather may continue into next month. Chad predicts March will begin with warmer than average temps, then finish with colder than average closer to April. We'll keep you updated on the latest from our ever-changing weather as we do it on the 8th. Keep it here on WTOP. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll get behind the Chinese lab and whether or not it was responsible for the COVID outbreak. Talking to the Wall Street Journal. And coming up in Money News. What Warren Buffett is buying. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. If you're driving westbound from Davidsonville toward Bowie on Route 50, you're in slow traffic beyond 424 downhill toward the crash. Uh, near the ravine for the Patuxent River, and only one left lane is getting by westbound on Route 50 toward Bowie. Eastbound traffic is slow because of rubbernecking. Eastbound lanes are open. Northbound on Route 3, coming through Bowie, it is slow toward a work zone. After Bel Air Drive, only one lane was getting by northbound on Route 3 toward Crofton. In Brandywine, there is a new crash on Route 5, Route 301. It's reported northbound before Shortcut Road, and it's likely that only one lane is getting by. Southbound traffic might also be affected. It, uh, for nothing other, for no other reason, it'd be for rubbernecking. But southbound, it's going to be slow coming off Branch Avenue and merging onto 301, heading south toward Brandywine Crossing as well. 95 had road work on the shoulders north and southbound near 216 and 175. Getting attention every once in a while, crew will take the right lane briefly. And that would account for some slow traffic toward the Columbia exits on 95. Volume delays on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and a crash reported on 32 East above 29. In Virginia, 95 northbound. North of Dumfries, the work zone is clear. Delays have yet to ease, though. Lanes are open. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans and their families. The members of the mission learn more at NavyFederal.org. Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get to the latest on your forecast now. Here's Storm Team Force Chuck Bell. Rain chances will continue to climb as we get further into our Monday afternoon, and there's an 80% chance of rain by this evening. Today's high temperatures staying in the low 50s. Tomorrow, a cloudy start, but we'll return to sunshine by Tuesday afternoon with highs near 60. Wednesday, probably the nicest day of the week. Mostly sunny, low to mid-60s for afternoon highs. And then on Thursday into Friday, rain chances increase once again. It'll be mild with temperatures way into the 60s on Thursday, but a cold rain on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Most of the region is dry for now. 49 in College Park, 49 degrees in Fairfax, and on the National Mall, also 49 degrees, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP 310, Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. With the stock market down, Warren Buffett is buying. Berkshire Hathaway spent a record 
$68 billion on stock purchases last year, more than twice what it sold. Buffett's biggest bets were on oil companies. E-scooter and e-bike company Lime is the first micro-mobility company to post a full year of profits. Revenue last year rose 33%. Lime says it signed up 1.5 million new riders. Lime is one of four scooter and bike companies operating in D.C., along with Veo, Lift, and Spin. Electric vehicle startup Fisker says it is on track to start deliveries of its Ocean SUV this spring, and it will build more than 40,000 of them. It already has 65,000 orders. It's not outrageously expensive. The base version is $37,000. This is the second life for Fisker a decade ago. It's Fisker Karma was well known for its $100,000 price tag. The Dow is up 60 points. The S&P 500 index is up 12. The Nasdaq's up 72. That's more than a half percent. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Prime members, save on seafood at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable wild-caught Chilean sea bass fillets are 20% off through February 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Keep it here on WTOP. We're going to be talking to the Wall Street Journal about whether COVID actually leaked from a Wuhan lab in China. Stick around for that. It's 312. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. Look, a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Congress returns and some of the first debates will be over funding that could impact future improvements at one area airport. Big change for Disney World as the state of Florida takes control of its self-governing district in the Sunshine State. And we'll have more on these stories in 60 seconds. It's 314. Technology allows drones to deliver pizza. Here's mine now. Approaching drop zone. But to deliver powerful insights that are on target, you need more than technology. You need CDWG to help transform your agency's IT environment with a Dell technology solution that modernizes and secures your data. So you can slice it any way you want. Delivering. Don't forget to tip. Dell Technologies makes data-driven insights possible. CDWG makes it powerful. Learn more at cdwg.com slash Dell Data Center. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic, hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Osborne Park, St. John's College High School, and Gaithersburg. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. 
Good afternoon. I'm Hillary Howard. And at 3.15, I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. The COVID-19 pandemic was the result of a leak at a Chinese lab. That is what the Department of Energy is telling the White House and key members of Congress. This new theory for what began the pandemic was reported by the Wall Street Journal. And joining us live to talk about it all, national security reporter for the Wall Street Journal, Warren Strobel, who broke the story. Uh, Warren, good to have you. Thank you so much. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. So the Energy Department was previously undecided on the source of this. Uh, What happened to change their opinion here? Well, the U.S. intelligence community uh, collected some new new information that led them to uh, to change their, you know, their assessment. What exactly that intelligence was, we are still trying to find out. It's classified, and they're not they're not telling us. But it's definitely a shift by one important one important agency. But it's just one important agency, right? There's some disagreement over whether or not uh, other agencies believe this. Yeah, absolutely. We tried to make this clear in our story that the uh, U.S. intelligence community, which is 18 separate agencies, $90 billion a year, uh, overall they are still divided and cannot cannot uh, divine, cannot decide on what the uh, how the pandemic began, whether it was a, a lab leak or whether it was uh, a um, you know natural transmission from a from an infected animal to humans. And they are still also considering the spread via animals through natural transmission as well. That's that's still on the table. We don't have any anything definitive on this yet still yes absolutely our story we think was another piece in the puzzle another another portion of the picture but it's by no means uh i don't think the u.s intelligence community or anybody else uh except for perhaps the chinese government uh knows how this pandemic which killed so many people and was so economically destructive uh began so warren what are we supposed to glean from this the energy says yeah you know they think it leaked from that lab in wuhan but there's still so much um, uncertainty in the other agencies. How are we supposed to handle this? Yeah, that's a really good question, Hillier. I think, you know, the first point here is this is an ongoing investigation. The qu- question isn't settled. It's not dead. Um, many agencies of the U.S. government and indeed other Entities around the world are still trying to get to the answer, so this maybe brings us a little close to the answer. Close to the answer, but um, there's a lot of work left to do, and some people think we we might never know unless the Chinese government uh, shares more of of what it knows. And the Chinese government has been uh, very reluctant to share any information, hasn't it? Yeah, they have. I mean, they say they've shared information, but in fact, uh, I think a lot of people believe that they limited the investigation by the World Health Organization. Um, they've uh, criticized our story as of uh, yesterday. We're, you know, they're very critical of anything that suggests there might have been a lab leak. And uh, I think most pe- most people think they have not been as forthcoming as they could be. Um, so bottom line, uh, we still don't know. Uh, it could be lab leak. It could be natural transmission. But um, there's a lot left to learn. Very quickly before we go, is it possible that the government, even if it believed what the Energy Department is saying, if the other agencies don't want to sign on for political reasons as not to rile China? You know, that's a good question. We haven't found any evidence of that. But obviously, if the intelligence community, energy department, FBI, and others comes in conclusion with a lab leak, that that poses a very difficult, difficult political and foreign policy um, question for President Biden. Warren, um, yeah, yeah. Warren, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, mm-hmm. Warren Strobel, national security reporter for the Wall Street Journal. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Dave Dildine. In Brandywine, a crash resulted in a car fire on Route 301 between Brandywine Crossing Center and Shortcut Road. Traffic was brought to a stop by the initial rescue response. Traffic on 301 now should be getting by slowly to the right both ways. Uh, the crash happened in the northbound direction, so it's possible they stopped northbound traffic once more. Annapolis to Bowie, Route 50, westbound heavy and slow out of Davidsonville. The crash before the Patuxent River, blocking the right lanes. Only one lane to the left getting by on 50, westbound into Bowie. Eastbound on looking. Route 3, northbound, slow beyond 50 and past Bel Air Drive. There was a work zone blocking the right lane on 3 and on Route 4, southbound past Dower House Road. It was road work on the right as well. In the district, New York Avenue, New Jersey Avenue, traffic is backed up both ways because of a work zone. In Virginia, on 95 northbound near Dale City, the work zone is clear. For plumbers, electricians, HVAC techs, and other home service providers, there's no time to sit in traffic. Use the 66 Express lanes to reach your customer quickly and reliably. Learn more at Ride66Express.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. On to Storm Team 4 once again in Chunk Bell. Rain chances will continue to go up before the day is over. Have your umbrella at the ready. Temperatures hovering in the low 50s. Showers ending after midnight and then drying out tomorrow. A cloudy start Tuesday, but sunshine later in the day. Tomorrow's high near 60. And mid-60s with sunshine on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Cloudy skies out there. There definitely is rain in our future. It's 43 in Rockville, 48 in Ashburn. We've got 47 in Friendship Heights, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP. We need justice. A family's plea for help solving a murder. I'm Gigi Barnett. 320. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Welcome to the Lion King. Every single moment takes your breath away. Every powerful emotion makes your spirit soar. Everyone who sees it remembers it forever. Join the circle of life at the Lion King. Returning to the Kennedy Center June 21st to July 29th. Tickets on sale now at kennedy-center.org. This is WTOP News. 322. The leads in a Montgomery County murder investigation are running cold, and detectives are now asking for help in solving the crime. This is the nightmare that happened before Christmas. The family of 29-year-old Nathaniel Potts remembers the day police told him of his murder just three weeks before Christmas. Now his sister, Marty Potts, is left trying to explain it all to his 10-year-old daughter. It's the loss that she doesn't understand, you know, someone that you talk to every single day, the last person that you text. 
Montgomery County police say someone shot Potts outside his Silver Spring apartment around 3 a.m. on December 2nd. Detective Michael Corsiani says they have surveillance video and they think Potts knew the shooter, but they need more leads. This murder involves multiple suspects, not just the shooter. And... People talk. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Meantime, a deadly daytime shooting in Temple Hills has Prince George's County Police looking for a killer. While they don't know who pulled the trigger yesterday, they do know who was hit. Police say it was a D.C. man. 31-year-old Omar Smith was found outside in the 3700 block of Dunlap Street. That was around noon. There's up to a $25,000 reward for information leading to an arrest and indictment. Now to the murder trial that's captured the attention of the whole nation. Jurors in Alex Murdoch's murder trial in South Carolina and the shooting deaths of his wife and son will get to visit the home where the killings took place. The judge approved the trip, which will be followed by deliberations in the case. The judge's ruling came after a request from Alec Murdoch's lawyer. We believe it would be useful for the jury to see visit Moselle, both the uh, area in the kennels and the house. Moselle is the family property where Murdoch's wife and son were fatally shot in June of 2021. The disgraced and disbarred attorney testified he did not kill them. Jim Crisula, CBS News. A Romanian court has upheld a third 30-day detention for the divisive influencer and former professional kickboxer Andrew Tate. This comes after Tate fought a judge's decision to extend his arrest a third time. Tate is reportedly being held behind bars in the county on uh, country on suspicion of organized crime and human trafficking. Tate, who has more than 5 million Twitter followers, is a British U.S. citizen known for his misogynistic views. The U.K. and the European Union have sealed a deal to resolve their contentious post-Brexit trade dispute over Northern Ireland. In the so-called Windsor framework, the two sides have agreed to changes that will remove onerous customs checks on goods moving to Northern Ireland from the rest of the U.K. The dispute arose because Northern Ireland was not part of Brexit. The president of the European Commission says the agreement restores UK-EU relations to the right footing. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hey, George, what do you want to talk about? Well, let's talk some football, shall we? Commanders are going to start releasing some players now that will uh, save some money against the salary cap. We know that is coming today. It looks like it's going to be Bobby McCain, the safety. Uh, we'll save about $4.42 million. A lot of younger safeties developed last year. And uh, McCain kind of becomes the odd man out there and the veteran. And that'll save some money. NFL scouting combine begins today in Indianapolis. College basketball, the AP men's and women's polls out today on the men's side. Top five stays the same. Houston, Alabama, Kansas, UCLA, Purdue, the top five. Virginia drops seven spots to 13. And Maryland jumps in this week at number 21 after a win over Northwestern. And Minnesota this week, Northwestern ends up dropping out. On the women's side, Maryland is up two spots to number five. Terps with two ranked wins last week against Iowa and Ohio State. And now the three seed in the upcoming Big Ten women's tournament, which begins on Wednesday. Maryland will face or will play their quarterfinal game Friday night. About 9 o'clock on the men's side. Conference tournament the Patriot League begins tomorrow. American will host 
Bucknell. Former Virginia coach Terry Holland has passed away at the age of 80 after a battle with Alzheimer's. He uh, coached the Cavs for 16 years, leading to nine NCAA tournaments, two Final Fours, NIT championship, and the school's first ACC title. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. All right, George, thanks. Coming up after traffic and weather. Congress gets back to work, and an airport in the area gets new federal funds for major improvements. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. It's 326. When you hire your local Pro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you